2: Cam Newton and the New England Patriots for Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who's in a better position to reach the Super Bowl this year? And Major League Baseball teams report to spring training on Friday. What will be some of the bigger adjustments for coaches and for players both on the road and at home? We'll discuss all that and more with Tom Jones, my former radio partner and longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. Okay, folks, we're going to have our popular mailbag segment later this week, but you can get your questions in now. Here's how you do it just send them to us on Twitter at SportsdayTV. Sports you can reach me on Twitter if you prefer at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at Tampa All right, Tom Jones joins us now from the Pointer Institute of Media Studies, my former Reno partner. Tom. I don't know if you caught this or not. I'm spinning all the newspapers and on the radio and TV. But Cam Newton, Cameron <laughs> Newton, won Cameron Newton from the Carolina Panthers, of course, for all those years before that Auburn and even the University of Florida. But he finally landed a job. And this is no real surprise, I suppose. I don't know why it didn't happen earlier. But he is now with the New England Patriots. So you got Cam Newton, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots. you got Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, and the Bucks. Here's the question. Which team is more likely to get to the Super Bowl?
0: Get to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah. Or have wow. a let's let's just say have a better year. Who's yeah, yeah, going yeah. To, who's gonna play better at the end of the year you go, hmm, the the Patriots were better with Cam Newton without Tom Brady than the Bucks were with Tom Brady? In other words, who's Right now, be I,
0: yeah, I got you. Um here's the thing, Rick. I don't and I don't know why I say this and it's probably unfair, but the last time I saw Cam Newton, he looked like he looked like garbage. Like, and I get it; he was hurt. He hasn't Very been hurt. healthy in a while, and he's yeah. a young. He's look; he's still a young guy, right? He's still thirty,
2: thirty-one. Yeah,
0: thirty, thirty-one. It feels like he's been around forever, but uh, mm-hmm. he's still got a lot in him. If he's healthy, there's no reason to think he won't be really good again. But Rick, I I just have a a bad vibe about whether or not the guy can still play, and. A couple of reasons for that. One is, look, you got a new coach in Carolina. Uh, he's sort of the face of that franchise in the history of the he's sort of the face of the history of the franchise in Carolina, and yet they go out and they could they could have had him for relatively cheap money, right? Eighteen million or something like that. Which, I mean, all things considered for a starting. Well, yeah, I I
2: think the injury I would just say to begin with, like in in fairness to Matt Rule, who probably, you know, had no problem with Cam Newton, except for the fact that he had undergone Liz Frank injury. And it's one of those where you really don't know. And the pandemic hit, you couldn't you couldn't even get a medical doctor to check this guy out for months and months and months. He was not ready to work out. He was still rehabbing. Um, you know, he posted all these videos of his of his, you know, rehabilitation and stuff, uh, and I and I'm sure he talked to the Panthers, but for 18 million dollars to sign up to a quarterback, now they went out and spent that much or more on Teddy Bridgewater, which you could argue, you know, younger guy um, played well for five games, you know, for New Orleans, and before that, before his big injury in Minnesota, he was okay, um, but they basically chose. You know Teddy Bridgewater, a healthy Teddy Bridgewater, over an injured Cam Newton.
0: Well, that's true too, but I also say this: go now. The next team that that logically could have used him is a guy who's very familiar with him, Ron Rivera, that's in right. Washington. Although and, you had
2: Haskins, Dwayne, Haskins where well, you had Dwayne there. Haskins, who lets but a face young thing. guy,
0: young yeah. guy, but we're, no one's sold on him quite no, yet, are no. they? Right? Nope. And and yet Ron Rivera. I guess passed on him as well. It right. just it would seem that two teams that would really be interested in him, Carolina War, and Washington, War, had yeah. no interest in him. Mm-hmm. And if, and
2: for that matter, thirty one others did too. Well, I mean, and to, exactly I mean, And if yeah.
0: and if Tom Brady had not left New England, mm. clearly Cam Newton wouldn't be going to New England right now. So where right. would he be going at that? True, point? true. I just I'm starting to wonder, Rick, if he's damaged goods. Now again, completely unfair. We'll see. We'll find out if he's healthy. Can he still play? I I think so. But when you're asking me which guy would I rather have, which team would I rather have, even though the Bucks are in a much tougher division, in a much tougher conference, I think, than what he's gonna have, what Cam Newton will have in New England with the with the AFC East, which you know, after Buffalo, you got the you got two teams, the Jets and the Dolphins who are still trying to figure things out. Mm. I still think I'd rather have Brady and the Bucks at this point. What about you? Yeah, well,
2: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna totally disagree. I would just say that um, first of all, I mean, Newton had been out there for a while, and again, health being a big part of this, and the, and the pandemic, maybe they couldn't get medicals on him or not. He signed for basically the veteran minimum, which is weird these days when you think about guys like Jameis Winston, who led the NFL in passing, even with his turnovers, and Cam Newton, each getting just over a million dollars to play this year. Crazy, right? And going in, going in as the third quarterback on the roster. In other words, both those teams had two quarterbacks. So you've got Winston and Newton who battled in the NFC South going into places, last guy in the building, right, Uh, before the start of training camp. But, you know, this is what Belichick does. I mean, Belichick is is going to take a flyer. He's taken flyers on a a lot of players in the past, big-name guys, right? They Mm -hmm. didn't all work out. They didn't all work out. I mean – uh, you know Antonio Brown did not work out right uh, you know John Lynch played his final game in preseason for the New England Patriots people forget about that you know that there's been big name players come through there that
0: and sometimes it does work out and Randy sometimes Moss. Corey
2: Dillon shows up and Randy Moss yeah, shows up and sure. it, and it's good but but you you forget about the ones that that you know Ocho Cinco you know just didn't work out that that kind of flop and end their careers there i mean they never play again so this could be what happens to Cam Newton, or um, you've got a young guy, maybe there, it's a tell on Jarrett Stidham that for all the lip service they paid him after Brady left about him you know, being ready for this this leap, maybe they're not really ready to quite just hand it over to him. And, you know, again, if Cam is healthy and we have to assume that, that he has rehabbed that, that foot, his whole game is about mobility. He lost his late, last eight starts in Carolina. His last eight. He, he looked horrible in him too. I thought. Yeah. And so he wasn't the same guy. He you're right when you say because said of the
0: injury, because of the injuries. The
2: injury and and he's taken a lot of hits. You were right, Tom. They this is a guy that they ran, you know, power with. I mean, Dave, Mike Shula, Dave Shula, Mike Shula, when they went to the Super Bowl that year, he was MVP and 15 and 1. Their best play was like power with the quarterback. I mean, it was crazy, right? It was right? like a there video
0: just, game, man. Just roll them out. Yeah. Man. Yeah.
2: Just just go, you know, and, and he, he's taken some hits, but he's, he's, he's jacked up, man. Like, he has worked his upper body. It's crazy. Does this um, year off
0: help him? Like, he didn't take a hit now for a year, basically.
2: Yeah, I right? mean, exactly. Yeah, he was out after, after the Bucks beat him in week two. He never played again. You know, right. and me- remember they handed the ball to, to uh, Christian McCaffrey on a play that you would think Cam Newton would keep it for fourth and one. Right. And they knocked McCaffrey out of bounds a half yard shy, and the Bucks won the game. Vernon Hargrave's
0: uh, last great play was
2: in his life, probably. <laughs> I don't remember making any in Houston. And uh, right now I don't know that he has a job, but yeah. Um, so we haven't seen Cam Newton in a minute, but you know, look, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's got, he's got the fire back. I mean, I don't think it's bad for a guy like him that, that, that sort of had done everything he could do in Carolina, went through some tough injuries, Look, he was never a great passer, right? He's a guy that has a big arm, but not the most accurate. I think he's been over sixty percent, which isn't a high water mark. Just twice in his career, only two times. So I mean, but and and then then I say to myself, well, what about it? His receivers aren't any better. There's a reason why Brady kind of wanted out of New England, right? He didn't have anybody that could get down the field. They still have Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu and guys like this. I don't I don't know, but they got Belichick and they got you know. They got they, they got the number one scoring defense in the NFL last year. Now some of those guys have gone on, but that's you know they allowed 14 points a game. So are we sure? And I know what you said about the AFC East, but you know the uh, the Patriots on paper have the toughest schedule in the NFL if you look at everything, not just the AFC East. Right, right. So I don't know. It's uh, who, I, starts, I guess, so
0: a game, who starts game one for the Patriots? Let's say Cam's healthy. Let's say it's got to be Cam, right? I mean, it's got to be Cam. I would right? think so. I would think so. I mean, unless here's Stidham the, lights here's it up, but you got no preseason. Right. That's right. And so, with with here's the thing: when you talk about Jared Stidham, is that if you're New England, you're going in there. I have no doubt that that Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick can put together an offense. Of course, that's that's tailored around Cam Newton. No, doubt. Cam Newton's not going to adjust to Josh McDaniels. Josh right. McDaniels. That's gonna, right is going to adjust to Cam Newton. But is that a different offense than, than what they might run with Jordan Stidham? Sure it is. And you're almost going to have to decide right out of the gate, don't you? Like, who are we going with here? And But if he's healthy, yeah, yeah I would think that Cam Newton's got to be your guy, right?
2: I, I would imagine. I mean, Stidham is still a young player that we have. We don't know what he can do. I was listening to um, – who's the guy on NFL – I hate that I can't remember – Ross Tucker, thank Irv you. Cross. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's not what it was. It was uh, Ross Tucker, the great Ross, Ross Tucker, Tucker. Yeah, uh, he was on uh, Dan Patrick, and he he said something that was interesting because he's played with a lot of bad quarterbacks as well as Brady and some pretty good ones. And he and he said, you know, with a guy like Stidham, um, he's and a lot of quarterbacks are in this category. When you when you go into the game, you go, I think we have a chance to win. Or I hope we have a chance to you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think we can win with this guy. Right? It's a fourth quarter, down by seven, whatever. I, I think we can I think he can get us down. With Brady, right, it's gonna be, oh, I know he can do this. You know, we have a chance, cause this guy's done this his whole career. You know, we're down by seven, fourth quarter, last drive. Oh, we get we got a good chance here. So I think that's the difference. I don't know if you can say that about Cam anymore. He would you know, I don't know how many fourth quarter comebacks he had to begin with. You know, in his heyday, obviously when he's the MVP, you felt pretty good about about him taking you down the field. But I would feel better with Newton than I would with St. Sten- I just don't know enough about Jared Stenham. And maybe maybe the Belichick does and he's just taking a flyer on Newton in case this guy it's too big for him or something. Um but it's an interesting it's an interesting place for him to wind up, you know, in New England. Uh they're gonna play good defense, they're gonna be good. But this this raises the bar a little bit on Brady. I mean, Brady has always you know wanted to come and and I think you know prove again that after twenty years in New England he is the greatest of all time. If you don't believe that, um, he's going to try to do it in a place like Tampa that hasn't been to the playoffs in twelve years. So this kind of this kind of anties up you know like oh okay they got Cam now you know what I mean like right he could easily said I can be better than a rookie right and right. Belichick for all the greatness of Belichick. And he is great. Greatest coach of all time, I think. Without Brady, he's never had a winning record. Except one time with Matt Castle one year. Um, but Brady was on the roster. But he's, you know, in Cleveland, didn't happen. So, I, I mean, I think they'll have a winning record this year. I think the Bucks will too. But it's interesting. A lot of people – some people think that New England now with Cam Newton is better than, than the Bucks with Tom Brady.
0: Which I don't, and that's the part that I guess that I'm having a hard time with, Rick. And I've seen Vegas even, right? I guess their yeah. numbers jumped up Very a lot mm-hmm. where they went from not really even – I think maybe they went ahead playoff. of the Bucs, in fact, yeah. Yeah, not being a playoff team to all of a sudden being a Super Bowl contender. I'm watching right. you know, some of the ESPN shows, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden New England's being thrown into conversation. Not quite up there with Kansas City or Baltimore, but in that next – sort of echelon after that. Right. And I, and I just don't get – I'm not ready to commit to, to, to uh, Cam Newton just yet in terms of, not A, he's going to be healthy, and, B, he's going to be Cam Newton from 2015. Uh, I just <clears> – <throat> I haven't seen it lately. Maybe that's why I'm having a hard time uh, envisioning it happening again really soon. By the and way, Cam, Cam just, Newton's fourth-quarter
1: yeah. comebacks, he's got 15 in his career. 15? That's well, not, not bad. You know who's got 16 ahead of him on the current list? Aaron Rodgers oh. <laughs> he's only one behind Aaron Rodgers wow oh, that's pretty good there. but Ryan Tannehill's at 17 so
2: what is goes. Tom Brady at
1: uh, Brady is at 36 second, yeah, so. second on, all time it, behind Peyton. come on stop it Peyton's at 43 Wow. Drew Brees is well, 35 Matt Ryan's got 30 of them he's 8th eight. all time that's not bad yeah, Andy Dalton has got 20 you wouldn't That's think of him. they're always behind.
0: That's because <laughs> well, Cincinnati's always behind. Yeah,
1: yeah but you have he to win. A of,
2: well,
0: I know, <laughs> but he throws too. a couple
2: of picks in the first quarter and he tries to bring them back. Just, back.
0: But I guess the thing I'm saying, Rick, is I'm just not I'm not ready to go all in yet on Cam Newton. I think it's an interesting I think it's an interesting team that he's going to. I think it's going to make it fun. I'd rather see him going there than say the L. A. Chargers or some of the other teams that that he could have ended up with. Yeah. Or like a Washington. Like, it's it's more interesting with him in New England than Washington, say. But I'm just not ready to commit full yet that, yeah, he's, oh, my, Cam Newton's back, and now the Patriots are Super Bowl contenders again. I'm not buying it.
2: My Cam is back, and he's going <laughs> to be better. Now, uh, here,
0: let me ask you this one, Rick. Somebody tried to make a point on one of the shows, one of the ESPN shows the other day, that who who might be the best quarterback in the NFC South? this upcoming season and somebody tried to make a pitch for Matt Ryan that maybe Matt Ryan, you know, with, yeah,
2: I could I, see it with, with Julio Jones and yeah. and his receivers, he's thrown for a billion yards. He's got Dirk cutter back for a second year.
1: It wasn't someone trying to make a pitch. Matt Ryan said that.
0: Oh, Matt oh. Ryan. Said oh yeah.
1: He was
2: asked. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was he supposed to say? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that's the old, do you vote for yourself? Hey, you're, I'm running for student class president. Okay. Who are you going to vote for? I always used to love those shots, you know, in the political. And, Tom, you deal with this now with the covering, you know, politics. Of course, n- now you can't write in your vote because, you, you know. But when the when the, the, the governor or the, or the lead candidate would, you know. And there they are casting their ballot. Hmm. And invariably somebody on the news crew would say, wonder who he voted for. I wonder
0: who he voted for. He voted
2: for. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Jeez. So, yeah, Matt Ryan was going to say himself, right? And I like Matt Ryan, but he's, he's what, like 36 years old now? Tom I want to Brady's say.
0: forty, forty two. Drew Breed's he's like the youngest. He's the, third, he's the third, second youngest guy in the division.
2: It's a TB twelve though, man. I mean, have you seen? I, I mean, this. is the Yeah, area. you know what?
0: I have. To, okay, are you going to ask me? Have I seen Tom Brady lately? Yeah, I see Tom Brady. I see him all the time. Hey, how about <laughs> seriously? Put a mask on and stay at home for a while, Chief. You know Uh-oh. because
2: Uh-oh.
0: I'm. No, seriously, I hit man. a nerve. I you did hit a nerve with this because. What makes him so special? The, you got know, the NFLPA coming out saying we wish you wouldn't. Do this. I get. Look, I May got a hey, word. I make... got
2: a word for the NFLPA though. You don't want those guys to practice. Make okay. Yeah. Make it illegal. Yes. Tell the NFL uh, you're, to ban, Tell the NFL that you know, as a players' association, you've decided it is safer for your players not to be practicing, and you want the NFL to ban off-season workouts during the COVID period. Uh, do it.
0: Look, and that, and that's and I, if if you don't put rules in place, guys are going to do. They're going to they're going to go right up to the line. I get it, and that's what maybe what makes these guys like. And I say, guys. I, like he's, Brady's not the only guy doing it, let's but it, but, know, isn't, but isn't Brady
2: I mean, is he any different than Mike? What would Michael Jordan do if this was the NBA and, and during he, COVID period? is he practicing?: no, he,
0: Sure. I'm sure LeBron's practicing somewhere right, right now right, right now. Look, Russell Wilson's doing it. The, and yep. the guys who aren't doing it, I'm not saying they're not doing it. we just haven't found out We haven't found out where their Berkeley prep is. That's you know? because they like, don't
2: have helicopters flying over <laughs> top of it, Tom
0: Probably not.
2: The traffic pattern is right there on Kelly Street. What well, I'm just, but I'm
0: just I'm don't you have like a and I'm going to get into an area where we probably shouldn't get into. I mean, don't you have sort of like a moral, <laughs> ethical obligation? Like, come on, man, just stay home for a couple more weeks here. But uh, people are going to say no, that if you don't have a rule, he's going to go out there and he's trying to win. This is this is this is a big business. He's trying to win a Super Bowl.
2: I'll tell you where he gets in trouble. He gets in trouble from people like you. <laughs> and john romano who wrote a column about it um and others when he when he writes when he quotes fdr right. when he comes back posts a bunch of pictures from his practice and says you know the only thing we have to fear is fear itself eh, One hundred twenty-seven thousand people dead they feared death and right. and unfortunately for them it occurred so th- i think that's more than him practicing i think it's more about you know
0: Sort of yeah, it's pushback. almost like him thumbing his nose at it. A little right?
2: bit of the pushback of the detractors. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I don't I'm not afraid of anything. Except which although everybody reminded me that in two, of, two of, <laughs> Twitter is great, you know, there are good and bad things about Twitter, but like it was universal. Oh yeah, he is. He's afraid of strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> everybody like strawberries was the thing, you know, he doesn't like strawberries. Or tomatoes, or apparently sugary drinks, but that's another thing. So we got off we kind of
0: you know. yeah. We got off on a little bit too, but I mean, and I, I just Rick, I'm, uh, I'm. Well, here's another road that we probably don't want to head down.
2: No, please, uh, let's go down. These, let's go to negative town. The, Come on,
0: yeah, take so me down there, baby. I, I sort of go haven't back been in a while. F- I know you I know go the back. way. <laughs> <laughs> I live there. We mean know the way I live there. You know, I'm, I every day I wake up with a different feeling about this. But the last few days, <laughs> I've just woken up, Rick, and I'm like, I don't see how we're going to pull all this off. Uh, I just don't understand how we're going to play games. Go. In the fall, in the summer, until there's a vaccine. I don't understand how it bubbles and what How do you
2: get groceries, Tom? You I still know, getting I groceries? Ma-
0: yeah, I put a mask on and I go.
2: There you go. That's how they're going to do it.
0: Put masks on and, and. Are
2: you are you running to the bars at night? No. You and Joe Smith? No. No? Haven't not been to a bar since. Not to call since... anybody out, but, you know, no, the no, Athletics I, Joe I, Smith I, I, and no, you've had I, a couple. Yeah, I mean,
0: Joe, look, Joe Smith and I have been in plenty of bars in our lives right. together. I haven't been in a bar in since February. Right. I want to say March, early March. Okay, never, so
2: so you can do it. Why wouldn't a I, guy making millions of dollars playing the sport he loves as a professional athlete be able to do it?
0: But I don't. I don't know. I, I, like, I'm not around anybody who's tested positive. These guys are going to be around people who test positive. Well, they're all like, going to be
2: tested. I mean, like the people
0: I hang out with are like I hang out with two other people. You know. <laughs> These well, guys can hang out with 50, 60, 70, 80 people.
2: I mean, football's a different deal. I'll, I'll give you the football thing because I don't know how you can play football and have social distancing. It's impossible, right? The your, your actual goal of the game is contact on every play. Right. Okay, so I'll give you that one. But baseball, I mean, and again, you know, unlike the NBA and hockey, now those, those guys are going in a bubble, and God bless them if they can stay there for three months, okay, or two months or whatever it's going to take to play these tournaments. But not all the teams are going to be there that long, right? Just the last right. two. So, but at least at least they are controlling the environment around them in baseball. Well, we
0: think. I mean, we had they haven't even gotten there yet.
2: Well, but when they get there, and they will, they'll get the. I guess, they? I suppose. But I scrub- these guys
0: are showing up, Rick. I mean, every day you hear up oh, three, these three, three guys from this team test positive. Like the PGA tour, the PGA tour. Those guys are you would think would be able to so even like social distance. Like yeah. And they can't get through a day without somebody testing positive or a caddy or a right. A player. But they're
2: not. Yeah, I mean, it's and they're it's, outdoors
0: and they're spread out. and There's no fans.
2: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, just, it's I don't know. Are...
0: I'm just feeling. I just got this negative feeling about like, like it's not going to happen. You have huh. yeah, Have you thought of that? I mean, I thought of it I a lot. Thought yeah, about because
2: it. I do this for a living. So it's sure. kind of like I need sports to come back. But, um, but I but I I, I feel what you're saying, and I'm not sure. Look, I'm not sure that baseball, which is running out of time and is only going to play 60 games, they're supposed to start at the end of July. I that's like in three weeks. I don't know that they're going to be ready. To, I don't know that they're going to play. There have been players already. Ryan Zimmerman, um, you know, has withdrawn. Some others.
0: What um, the guy from the Rockies, Ian De- Desmond. Yeah, Ian Desmond. Although it sounds like there's more to it than just coronavirus. Um,
2: yeah, but that was well, he's he's uh. Was that, is that, is that because of the social, uh, unrest, I, I, the I didn't
0: see the whole story, but it sounded like there was, I mean, his Biracial. was yeah, it was part of that, but it was also like, I, Young you know, I, need, to be home. I need to be home. Like that's, that's where my place. That's the other thing too, is I, is I do wonder when push comes to shove, when it gets really down to it and guys have a choice, if it's just going to be a handful of guys in each sport saying, eh, I don't, I don't, I don't feel right about this. Or if it's, if, if. Enough guys do it where you get like 10, 12, 15 guys, and all of a sudden the next day like 60 guys go, yeah, me too. I'm not coming.
2: Okay. Well, that's the thing, and that, that's literally what we don't know is who's going to show up on Friday when they report, who's going to stay in camp, right? Right. And with 100-and-something with pages of rules, Tom, I don't know if you've seen these things. First of all, even me, right, who hasn't played in 100 years and didn't chew tobacco. I would find it. You tell me I can't spit like I. So if I take a drink of water, or if I'm running the bases, or whatever, like, and sunflower seeds apart, which is now just you know part and well part the, of the seeds.
0: Culture. That's the first thing I thought of. I don't right. know how these guys are going to get a guys, game without seeds. I know.
2: I, I absolutely and, and all you can chew is gum, but you can't spit it out. Um, that's that's going to be a tough thing, and then you know there. I mean, there's other things, obviously. You well, know,
0: you, with my, my, some of my favorite things were. Like, if if you're on second base and, and the last out of the innings made, you have to go into the dugout you gotta to get, get your, your own
2: glove. <gasps> oh, my God.
0: Well, but that gets even better. When the umpire needs more baseballs, like there no, apparently there's going to be no bat boys
2: there. Well, Boy, they got to go get their own baseballs?
0: They get so... No, oh, I think I this, like this. a player, like a rookie, whoever your rookie... <laughs> hey, Rook, umpire needs... Blue needs some more balls. Gonna oh, be, there's no
2: bat boys. That's right. No there's bat, no bat boys.
0: boys. Yeah. So... You're going to see like whoever, like I said, whoever the rookies are on the team, we're going to have to run the balls out there and pick up the bats. It'd be like the, playing it's, Le- it's like Legion Ball again.
2: It, well, yeah, and it, in fact, for a while there, I thought they were going to make them show up and leave in their uniforms. That's what I thought it was going to be. I think that's true too. I think they're allowed I'm, to shower now, at least after the game, but in but in small groups. <laughs> Which, I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to do a large group when you think about it? But well, you actually, know,
0: Rick, you've been in baseball clubhouses; those guys. They show up for a seven o'clock game they're there the clubhouse opens at like three thirty fifty three thirty whatever yeah by the time we get in there, we used to get in when I was there, right. Guys were already there and had been there for a while, oh
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: guys would hang out there all day and they're playing not only are they playing like cards or whatever drums
2: cards. Yeah,
0: they're just sitting there watching t v or yeah right wandering around and eating and shouting just a lot of guys shower before the game and they, absolutely you know, i mean it's basically they're they're living there during the yeah. during the during the day and uh, I don't know they're not going to be able to do a lot of that.
1: They're
2: going to have to wear a mask if they're not playing, if you're on the bench and you're not a player or that, you know all Kevin Cash all those guys have to have to wear one. It it, it and then the road rules you you, know, you can't go out to dinner, right? You can't go have crab cakes in Baltimore. Right. Um you you know your food's going to be brought to you in a ballroom but you got to sit uh not facing your teammate. So that it's just it's going to take the fun out of it for sure but you know they're professionals, so what do you what do you want to do? Do you, you know? Do you want to?
0: I mean, the thing you have to you have to convince people of, and just let the players know. And I know it's going to be difficult. You just say, look, this is just for two months or three months or whatever it's going right.
2: to be. But that's a and long time. I mean, it is
0: a long time. But you, but in the grand scheme of things, you say, look, in life, just it's get not, no. right. If we get through these three months, and by and hopefully by next season there will be a a vaccine. Right and and things will be closer to normal again. The thing that I would hate as a player, have you ever have you ever had a, been tested for just the flu? Would they jam that thing up the your swab, nose? The swab, yeah. in the
2: nose. Uh, I have not. Um, I've seen it, and uh my, my kids uh, frequently get strep and different things like that. So I've seen I've seen the long swab. This one apparently goes back in your brain, but I don't know that the players are going to be taking that test. I think they're going to have saliva. I well, I saw the, I think the
0: NBA guys, I thought I saw where they're going to have the nose one. I thought, they are. I thought initially maybe, they
2: maybe. And then, and then maybe after that, after they get the culture, then they'll. If they
0: re- told me you can play, we're going to play, but if we're going to swap. We're going to do the thing where we jam it up your nose. Every I'm like, day, you know what? I'm often out. Yeah. I'm often out. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that done. It's I've had the pleasant. flu twice over it twice in three years. I had the flu like just a few years ago. And I'm t- and I've probably, and I probably had like three or four of those tests, and let me tell you, man, whoo yeah. that ain't kidding around. No, it's <laughs> it, not fun.
2: Nothing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> if, you not- got a, if you got a deviated septum, it's even worse. But yeah. Oh,
0: oh, so
2: yeah, it's um, not fun for the guy or the person that's having to shove it up there either. I imagine, but I don't know. I would think that they'll have to have readily available like saliva or blood or something. Like you can't make these tests. The giant nasal swab every time. Yeah, you would know? think you would hold, uh, but I, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting, man. I, you know, I am not real sure. Uh, not real sure how it's going to go. You should celebrate
1: yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection.
2: All right, let's go back to football, and I want to get your opinion because you wrote TV for a long time uh, for the Tampa Bay Times and and did a lot of the sports writing on uh, sports shows and whatnot. So ESPN is going to relaunch NFL Live, right, which is their – that's their daily show, correct? Daily show, the one with Trey Wingo used to be uh, the uh,
0: the host of it years ago.
2: Yep, Trey Wingo. And then – so now uh, tell me what you think about this lineup. So we've got Laura Rutledge, who's become – A pretty big star on ESPN of late.
0: You know what? She has become a huge star. And I I actually wrote about this for the Pointer Report. I actually had uh, my daily news had a little item on it in today's Pointer Report. Um, But it's, you know, remember her. Like, she was Laura, I want to say Laura McKinnon. Was that her name? Uh, You say so. That was her maiden name. Maiden name. Mm -hmm. She's from St. Pete, as you mentioned. And she was the raised sideline reporter. And even back then, it was like, she's going to be really good. And she went to... ESPN, I, like pretty recently, I want to say 2014, mm. somewhere there. So it's been less than six years as a sideline reporter yeah. for the SEC the Network. SEC
2: games, right. Mm-hmm.
0: And all of a sudden, like she took off. And and uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk more because you're, you're going to mention some other people in a minute. No, you can,
2: you can she,
0: well, go on Well, to get to these her. other, like if you notice, so two other people that they've uh, added was Dan Orlovsky, right? Right.
2: And Marcus and, Spears.
0: Uh, and Marcus Spears. All three of them, uh, Spears and or- Orlovsky and uh, Rutledge, all got major reps on the show Get Out. Get or Up. Get, up. Get, get, get Out. Well, <laughs> that's Get Out one. was the show that they, <laughs> that they left into, Mike That's Mike, when
2: he went uh, to the second place. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, uh, no, Get Up. <laughs> Mike Golick is now hosting Get Out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah with the little yet yeah, got <laughs> they hypnotize them <laughs> yeah the yeah um, no the the uh the show uh get up right. and it's clear that they were for at least for laura rutledge i think they were keeping a really close eye on because she would host a little bit when mm-hmm. greenberg was out yeah she also did some first take when yep. uh when that when their regular host was out molly i forget her last name um but anyway yeah, like, so those three, Orlovsky, man, have you seen somebody, that's another one, the rise of Dan Orlovsky. That was a rocket
2: ship. That was a rocket ship, yeah. And I covered Dan. Uh, you know, Dan played for, I don't know, five or 16, he played like 12 years in the NFL. Most people remember him with the Lions stepping out of the back of the end zone for a safety, right. but um, he was he was always, a, you know, look, when you, when you first of all, nobody that makes it to the NFL is a bad quarterback, okay? um you gotta be able to throw the ball you gotta be a smart guy and a leader and all that uh and to to stay on a roster even as a backup you gotta be really good because you're doing it without reps but he um he kind of came out of nowhere because he was you know this is not even matt hasselbeck right this is a guy who didn't play much at all and um but he can really break down film he can really analyze and, and he, he's he's good on tv he makes salient points and um, says some things out of the box once in a while about guys. And look, I he was also a guy that was very anti Jameis Winston in terms of he just didn't believe he could make it, right? And it didn't, and he was consistent about that at the start of last season, not at the end. Um, so yeah, you hit on, you hit gross. on all of
0: it, Rick. If I was a, if I was an agent rep- representing TV talent and mm-hmm. analyst talent. Yeah, I would tell people, study Dan Orlovsky because here's – like you just mentioned, Rick, I mean, there are some guys who – if Peyton Manning wanted a job tomorrow, he can get a job because oh, he's sure. Peyton Manning. Drew oh, Brees, sure. before, you know, we'll see what happens with Drew Brees. But right. a lot of guys come out, they're going to get a job. Philip Rivers can get a job probably right out. Tony Romo, whatever. But Dan Orlovsky, I mean, like you said, the guy played 12 years. Nobody can remember uh, any plays that he ever made except for stepping out of the back of the end zone. He wasn't right. – Right. You know, he wasn't a special player, and yet he's become a special broadcaster for mm-hmm. the reasons you just mentioned. A, he does a lot of homework, mm-hmm. so he's super prepared on the air. And two, he says something, and yeah. and yet what he says isn't like uh, anybody can go out and be outrageous. Anybody can come out and so, say you Skip
2: know, Bayless, right? I mean, right.
0: You could become Skip, where you just bang on LeBron James, and after right. a while, you look stupid. It just looks you clearly. I mean, I call those guys. Pots and pots and pans bangers. They're just, they're just yeah. making noise just to get you to look at them. Right. But Dan Orlovsky, he'll say things without just being like totally off the wall, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, I really, really respect what he's done, and I think he deserves this chance. I think it's been really good. He got a lot and of then,
2: reps, yeah. And then yeah. your
0: guy, uh, yeah. I didn't see
2: that coming. Out. I mean, Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, you know, he was on. Um, he was on, what, Countdown on Sundays for a long time yes. or for a number of years and with Berman and those guys. And then, now, and then he went and did radio uh, in L.A. He's been and I thought he there. had
0: fallen out of favor with ESPN. So I did think.
2: I. He, he was no longer really on ESPN TV that much. He would do some of the fill-in work, you know, for a week right. in Bristol here and there um, that they would have a month. But apparently, apparently he's been really good uh, on radio. In Los Angeles, and, so and, good
0: on radio, Rick, that he's going to be on the morning show.
2: Yes, they're going. Yes. he's
0: going to go to ESPN mornings.
2: Well, we don't know who he's with just yet, right? We
0: don't. We we know we are pretty. So the rumors, and I and I'm based a lot of what I hear on what Andrew Marchant from the New yeah, York Post has who's been really writing. plugged in. Yeah, yeah, he's really, and he's like he's he's as really he's as good a sports media uh, critic and columnist as you can find. Breaks a lot of news, but. Uh Marshawn seems to think that, that Trey Wingo probably won't be back. Correct. And that's Trey Wingo's choice from what it sounds like. It just sounds oh, okay. like he's, he's, he's not, not a morning guy I hear. Yeah, he's know. not crazy about getting up at 4 a.m., which. Yeah, well, go figure. <laughs> but, R- one
2: of the reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So um he, but, but I don't know. But he, I think his contract's up at the end, and I want to say next year. Golick, um, they're not, I, I'm, I'm sure Mike Golick Sr., is really happy to doing what he's doing. He's been doing it forever. He's done it for more than two decades now. And then you got Mike Gold Jr., who apparently they're really high on still, and he may move to another part of the day. They're talking about Greenberg going back to radio, but not the morning,
2: like the in afternoon, the afternoon, right?
0: In the afternoon, right? And so, from all appearances, though, it sounds like Keyshawn Johnson and Rick, you know Keyshawn um, Very well. pretty well. Mm-hmm. You knew him from, you knew you were, uh, covering him and, and probably knew him as well as anybody. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard him on radio. I mean, I'm assuming he can talk things other than football to get that far. Uh, that, yeah, I discuss. mean, he's a, you know, he, with the ESPN, let's face it. It's two sports. It's the NBA and it's, the NBA yeah, and
2: he's a big talk. NBA. I mean, he was a Lakers uh, fan. I mean, he knew Kobe and, you know, he has had a suite out there in Los Angeles and he follows all the sports, you know? Um, I just haven't heard him because he's, you know, he's, like I said, he's been doing a lot of, a lot of radio in LA. I'm glad, I'm happy for him. I mean, I think he's a bright guy. I think, you know, I, I'm anxious to see who they pair him with. I'm not really sure. And then the final, um, name on the NFL live crew is, uh, Mina Kimes. And she, she has risen in both as a writer and, and then on all the platforms, right? She, she did a lot of, uh, around the horn. She did mm-hmm. Levitard quite a bit. Um, I think she was I think she was calling Rams preseason games which is not yes. affiliated with ESPN. Um but I mean I think she's really talented. I, I I'm a big
0: fan of hers and I think it all it's, and you mentioned it Rick she started off as a writer. Yeah. And that's sort of where which her base is. Which we love. <laughs> yeah, right. That's where her base is but yeah. uh I think she's really good at everything she does and she was the original host of the uh ESPN Daily which yes. is I mean, it was a complete ripoff of the New York Times the Daily, except it was about yeah. sports. But it was really good, and she was really good on it. Um, I guess Pablo Torre now will mm-hmm. take over as the host of ESPN Daily. Um, but, no, I'm a big Mina Kimes fan. I think she's, again, like you, I think she's fabulous. And another person who's who's uh, had a, a really quick rise, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you're going to have all the other normal people: Dan Graziano and Adam Schefter and mm-hmm. Diana. What's her? Diana Rossini? Yeah.
2: So, Nat, you, would you expect there to be some uh, some changes on Sunday morning there? With you got Sam Ponder and Rex Ryan and Charles Woodson and Randy Moss.
0: And I, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure if I. I think I heard maybe Woodson's not coming back. But okay. uh, Other than that, I don't. I don't. I don't expect any changes. I'll tell you what, though, Rick. I'll tell you who needs to. Change things up, I think. Eventually, here is are the networks like CBS and Fox, and look. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I am a huge Terry Bradshaw fan, but it's getting to the point now where some of the people that they have they're on little up shows, there shows, yeah. And, and it's not like an ageism thing; it's just they haven't played in a long time, and it doesn't <laughs> See, mean they haven't, you know, they don't follow the league. I get yeah. that, but I mean, are you, if you? And I guess people are gonna watch no matter what, but because it's the NFL, but. If you were thirty years old, do you even remember that Terry Bradshaw played in the NFL? No,
2: he was done in the seventies, wasn't he?
0: I mean, I think his last season would have been around eighty-two, okay, eighty-three, somewhere in there.
1: I no, don't you're, remember you're, him playing.
2: You're quite old, if uh, Yeah, if,
0: I mean, yeah. If, I mean, nineteen eighty-two. I mean, we're talking. But is that a is that a requirement
2: years? though? Really, I mean, it, that that you saw him play to think that you can that he has credibility when he when he now he. You could argue maybe he's not great TV anymore, right? Um, well, I mean,
0: I, I let, let's put it this way. I mean, I think he still is pretty good TV. Um, but yet, I mean, what you're talking about a guy, again, he hasn't played in 40. I do think that matters. I mean, if you're bringing him in as somebody who is going to tell you about the game and the way the game is played, do we want a guy who hasn't played since 1982? You know, I'm um, I'm just wondering and same thing, I mean, Howie Long. When's the last time Howie Long played in the game? Jimmy Johnson, when's the last time he coached? I mean, yeah. these guys have been out of the game for a while. So if the whole point the game is so much different now, so than you it think was, the
2: relatability is is probably not there for these guys?
0: I don't know. I'm wondering. And I'm wondering. He's getting and they've been around doing thing. I mean, Howie Long
2: has two sons that played in the league and one of them recently retired, but
0: that's true. So how about getting I mean, one of them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> well, Chris Long would be pretty good, actually. Chris yeah, Long would I mean, be
0: really good at it, and I'm yeah. wondering if would he be better than Howie? You know, move over, point? old man. Exactly. I mean, I I just think that there comes a point where you have to ask the question. And over on you know CBS, guys like Bill Cowher have been there. Right. Bo- Boomer Siason.
2: Yeah. Well, they got rid of. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. CBS kind of bounced uh, Phil Sims, right?
0: Well, they bounced him from the. Broadcast to from the number two for, from for Jim Tony Nance, Romo. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> I, by the way, I love. I absolutely,
2: I absolutely love. You're, you
0: know what? There's a guy on the internet. I, it's well, you know, Caliendo. Caliendo. No, 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 he's no. doing
2: Romo and he's doing Nance. And the only way he does Nance is you got Romo. Oh, uh, watch out, Jim! This is going to be great. This is going to be here. It comes, Jim. Tony. And it, <laughs> it's So there's hear. a guy on the internet. I wish Nance I could think say. of his
0: name. And he does like. Na- they call them nano impressions where it's just uh, like a like a little phrase. two second a two second imitation to somebody but yeah, it's yeah. dead on perfect. And yeah. that could be your that could be your, your That's the your sign Jim that's Nance. all
2: and that that's pretty much all that's all that Caliendo kinda does with Jim Nance.
0: You know, well see that's that's friends. my only imitate when I do, used to do Woody Page, I would say the same thing when he was talking about real Tony talking about Tony Reale. You know that was <laughs> that's my nano would he pitch Tony?
2: He did. He um, got. He nailed Romo, though. I mean, Caliendo just like just slayed it. Ah, it's gonna be great, Jim. You got wait. Wait. <laughs> I can't even do it, but like he just he's got that horse <laughs> That's for pretty it. good. though. Here it comes, Jim. Tony.
0: So, Man, are it's... the broadcasters going to be in? The, like, will Tony Romo be in the stadium? From what you understand, I don't know it?
2: if Romo will be. I mean, you know, Nance is doing golf, and he's the only one at the golf tournament. Like, he's by himself. It's the weirdest thing. And then he's got. Uh, what is it, uh, Price? Faldo? Or Faldo. Faldo is it Nick? Yeah. is it Nick Faldo? Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's back in Orlando, um, with his with his CBS jacket on or whatever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Just but, wears it around the house anyway. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> like puts it on in his room and then does the zoom. But um, but yeah, it's um, it, Nance is the only guy on tour. Like one time there was a storm coming in there and it rained rain delay and Jim was like. I'm a little worried out here. Storms rolling in. I'm by myself here. <laughs> anybody? So, Hello. Anybody? Anyway, nobody, nobody's out there with them. I'm yet. up here in a tower in the 18th green, and there's a lightning storm coming. But you guys um, bring that ladder back. That's right. And Nick Nick Fowler's like, well, I'm really comfortable here in my my room here in Orlando. But um, yeah, so yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. You know, the whole broadcasting thing. You can do. I mean, I know the lightning, uh, broadcast team, for example, is going to be doing it from studios. They're not going to the games, right? The Rays announcers, uh, radio guys, Dave and Andy aren't going on the road. Um, so that'll be different. So there'll be, there'll be a lot of
1: the NBA announcers are going to be there, at least the television, except for Marv Marv Albert, who is
0: not going, (laughs) I am Marv Albert's not going. Yeah. And it doesn't count. Steve, Steve. I mean, you, you're in the booth during these broadcasts. Uh, how hard will it be? How hard is it? I mean, have you ever worked like guys doing games remotely?
1: Well, Dave Mishkin yeah. did a few years ago uh, when right. his wife underwent uh, had cancer and, and surgery right. and that. So he was here for a while. It's different. For the playoff. He
0: did it for playoffs.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. For the yeah. end of the regular season, then into the playoffs. It, it's different because you don't see as much. Yeah. I mean, that's the, you know, right. the hard part is, and it depends on how many feeds they put back to the studio, but. Let's say it's a football announcer who's you know say it's Tony Romo or whoever. If they can't see the whole field, if they're just seeing what the television's showing them with the ball, it's kind of hard to tell you what happened on the play or why something happened or for Tony yeah, Romo yeah. to predict what's going to happen. Uh, if you, you know, unless unless they have and, and they can do this where they set up multiple monitors where he's got you know all the camera feeds at once that he can look at. Right to see what's going on. And, and it's the same for, you know, name the sport. You know, we talked the other day about baseball announcers. It, it, you know, the first thing you look at when you hit a fly ball baseball is the outfielder. Right. But that's not what TV shows. You know, if you're just watching the network television feed, you have no idea if that's, you know, going to the warning track or if the outfielder's running in when the ball's hit. Right. You know, but that's the first thing you look at is when you're at the game is what's the outfielder doing? To know, right. is this a home run call, or is this a routine fly? or So it's, it's, it's going to be different. It's all going to depend on how many feeds they get.
0: Yeah, how many times have you watched a hockey game, you're watching it on TV, and all of a sudden the puck comes loose and two guys start going back, and you think, oh, here's a two-on-one. they' are like, oh, no, wait a minute, there, there's, a, there's another guy back. It's two exactly. on two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's a chance. Oh, no. So.
2: Yeah, it'll be, it's going to be different for sure, and uh, sports are going to be different. Let's just hope we have them. Let's hope that baseball comes back, of course, uh, football is still on schedule to um, report July 28th. Some some rumors that, um, or maybe some speculation, they may not play the first and last preseason game to give these guys a chance to get back into action and also have a chance to recover from COVID if they need to after the preseason and be ready for re- regular season. So lot going on.
0: What do you got going on at Pointer, on uh, pointer.org? I got vacation going on, man. I'm like two days away from vacation. Yeah, and I'm taking a week and a half off. and Are well, you going anywhere? And Strat- going anywhere? No, yeah. I'm no. not going anywhere. It's COVID, man. I'm stuck in a yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, I go for walks, and I jump in my pool, and I play Stratomatic baseball. That's all I do. That's Stratomatic all I'm gonna do. baseball. And it's drink still holding hi- up after all. Yeah, and drink highlight beer. That's, all, that's my entire vacation plan.
2: And Judge Judy.
0: Yep, Judge Judy. But I play straddle while I'm watching Judge Judy oh, and, and Law and & Order.
2: Yeah. All right, well, if you want, before Tom goes on vacation, you can tune in or check out, I should say, porner.org and his newsletter, which is uh, published every day. Monday, what is it, Monday through Friday? Is that what you Monday do? Monday
0: through Friday, P o y n t e r. rorg I give you the latest media news and analysis.
2: Beautiful. Every day. Hey, Tom, thanks again. We'll do it again. Thanks, thanks fellas. Hey, my thanks to Tom. He'll be back on this podcast on Friday. So that's something to look forward to. Hey, we're going to have our mailbag segment tomorrow. If you guys want to submit those questions, there's still time. Just hit us up on Twitter at SportsdayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. Or my email address is rstroud at tampa For Steve Burstink, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.
1: Even on a budget,